0: hello 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 you are listening to the third future flicks podcast on the somewhat nerdy radio network it is the week of july 1st and we have quite a few offerings for you this week brings us a father and son in different movies a movie that shares a name with a fictional gun and two count them two different bromances This is the week of July 1st, this is Future Flicks, and let's get into it with some news. Last week was a little heavy on the news with the passing of Anton Yelchin and all. Uh, Luckily this week we didn't lose anyone huge, so I'm just going to talk about a couple stories that popped up. The first is that apparently a Masters of the Universe movie has been in talks for a while. This time producer Mick G., is at the helm. Uh, He's the producer of such, actually, great shows as Supernatural and Chuck. Uh, He's also done such awful things like the Charlie's Angels movies, if I remember correctly. And it has Kellen Lutz in it. Uh, He played one of the sparkling abominations in the Twilight series. So we'll see if that even becomes a thing. And if it does, how many wonderful music videos will come out of it. Hey yeah, what's going on? If you didn't read my review for Independence Day Resurgence, then this next story may be a surprise to you. Independence Day Resurgence only got forty-one point six million this weekend, with Finding Dory still in the lead with a seventy-three point two million weekend. However, Independence Day did kill in international waters with one. $102.1 $102.1 million. Uh This was a few... Check out my review on somewhatnerdy.com, first of all, and thank you if you've already done so. But this this movie was terrible. It could have been so good. It had a lot of potential, but it just flopped. And I think the American numbers attest to that. It, it, it's unfortunate, but we'll see where they go with number three. Next and final story of the day is going to be Ansel Ergor or er- Elgort, uh, whatever, is in talks to star in the Dungeons and Dragons movie. He is from the Fault in Our Stars and those Divergent movies, you know, Divergent, Insurgent, Detergent. My only problem is, is that this could very well be absolute garbage. The problem with movies like Dungeons and Dragons or try and do anything like this in a movie is that any fans of the series are going to have their own ideas they're going to have their own campaigns or their own way of playing and they're going to hold that very close they're going to be very protective of that I would like to think I would be able to watch it and not have any of my campaigns come to mind but even if I do I don't I don't see the point in making it a Dungeons and Dragons movie because all that is is just a, a fantasy movie, either high fantasy or low... Okay, more than likely high fantasy, but could be low fantasy too. But just don't call it Dungeons and Dragons. Just make a new fantasy movie. Of course, with this, with calling it Dungeons and Dragons, they can market it... Market it... Words. Words are a thing. They can market it and make a whole bunch of money... Hopefully, or at least they think hopefully, on toys and and uh, maybe release the rule books with alternate covers. Ooh, who knows? But um, no, I don't. I don't think this is going to be a good idea at all. It'll be garbage. That, that's pretty safe to say. It'll just be a garbage movie. Anyway, on with the movies. The pick of the week this week actually came to me out of nowhere. I was pretty sure the pick was going to be Tarzan until I saw this one. This week's pick is Our Kind of Traitor. A Russian money launderer asks an English couple who are visiting Morocco to deliver classified information to an MI6 agent upon returning home. He states that that his daughter will be killed if they do not do this for him. The couple hands over the information and quickly finds themselves in the middle of a conflict between the Russian Mafia and British Secret Service, both sides appearing untrustworthy. This comes to us from author John Le Carre, or John Le Carre, I I don't know how you say it, but he is the author of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. That, of course, was the 2011 espionage movie starring Gary Oldman, Mark Strong, john hurt uh let's see colin firth benedict cumberbatch so basically basically everyone who's awesome was in this movie this one has a uh, has a couple of my favorite actors in it it has ewan mcgregor who of, of course you guys would know as the narrator from highland scotland's wild heart the bbc documentary it also has Naomi Harris from 28 Days Later in Skyfall. She played Money Penny in the last two Bond films uh Stellan Skarsgård who play, who who's in the Thor movies and was I think he was in Avengers as well oh yeah he was his mind was he's been mind controlled by Loki That that's right he was in that as well and finally Damien Lewis who I came to know from TV more than anything from the show's Life and Homeland this movie looks really good I, I love spy movies I love anything with espionage in it and especially if it's done right like the last couple Bond movies, uh, like the 90s Bond movies, the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies were fantastic, but they were over-the-top action movies. I did not classify those as spy movies at all, but these last ones with Daniel Craig were really good. And this looks like it has that level of espionage, but just without all the explosions and, and you know fighting and everything. I'm not sure how big of a release this is going to be because I haven't seen any trailers on tv or even any online advertisements for it so that could be a bad sign actually it could just mean it's going to be limited release but with a cast like that and just from the guy who wrote one of the best movies from 2011 i would hope that it would be a big release but only time will tell so keep your eyes on that Or you guys may be interested in the next movie I'm going to talk about, which is The Legend of Tarzan. In this, Tarzan returns to his former home after acclimating to life in the big city. He returns to the jungle to investigate the actions of a mining company. The last movie had Stellan Skarsgård in it, This one stars his son, Alexander Skarsgård, who most of you may be familiar with as Eric, the best character from True Blood, as well as Iceman from the show Generation Kill, where if you guys haven't seen that, I highly recommend it. Unless unless war movies or war shows really aren't your thing, it was a HBO miniseries about the first invasion of Iraq. Uh, But anyway, I digress. Let's get on with the stars. Margot Robbie plays Jane Porter. You would know her from the Australian soap opera Neighbors if you live anywhere except the United States. My girlfriend's really familiar with this, and apparently it's big in not just Australia but in the UK, so you may know her from that. And good on you if you do. She's also set to play Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad movie, and people really took notice of her when she starred alongside Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street christopher waltz or christoph waltz is also in the movie you would know him from django and specter and finally samuel l jackson the that guy from all the capital one commercials yeah he's in this movie too this is brought to us by david yates who took over the harry potter series at around order of the phoenix he's also set to direct or has already directed since the movie's coming out in you know later in the year fantastic beasts and where to find them this one looks really good like it, it like it could actually have a plot because one of my biggest problems with some of the blockbusters this season has been that they've been trying to do too much batman v superman should have been really good it had a it had fantastic cast ben affleck and you can hold me to this ben affleck killed it as batman he was really good the problem wasn't him The problem was that they tried to tell too big a story, or too many stories. Uh, Independence Day uh, Resurgence was the same way, and hopefully The Legend of Tarzan is not going to follow that same fault. Hopefully it'll be more like Captain America... In which it tells like one main story and maybe one or two side stories so that we can follow it so we can get invested in it so we can we can get close to the characters and and feel what they feel and if something bad happens to them, we hurt too not just watching something and and watching all this tragedy go on and just sit there numb because we don't have any reason to care about these people I think Legend of Tarzan should be fine. I don't think they're going to try and tell too many stories. My biggest concern right now actually is the CG. Because in some of the trailers, the CG looks really bad. Though I've heard reports from people who have seen movies recently in, in IMAX theaters that they said the trailers they have seen look really good. Because apparently some of the trailers for The Legend of Tarzan were put out before a lot of this CGI was finished. So hopefully the producers, director, and or whoever it is that's behind these choices just jump the gun and hopefully it'll look great. Next on the list is the BFG. A young girl befriends a friendly giant who is an outcast among his people because he refuses to eat children. You know, I, I wonder if the BFG is gonna be like this a stereotypical vegan who can't go an hour without talking about how great it is to not eat to not eat meat, or in this case, eat children. That oh, I haven't eaten I haven't eaten children since nineteen seventy five, and I feel great. They just bog you down and you feel so sluggish. I only eat organic, non-GMO adults. (laughs) Okay. But am I the only one who, when they hear the BFG, instead of thinking of a Roald Dahl book, they think of the gun from the game Doom? Like, I really want to hear the say, some call me the big effing gun. I know, I know. The book came first. I think it was written in the mid-80s or something. But as far as I go, and almost all of my friends, and maybe even a whole bunch of you listening, and I bet you a bunch of the somewhat nerdy crew themselves, we're going to think The Gun. This isn't a bad thing. I'm not bitching about it. All right, but let's get on with movie specifics. This is the first movie for 12-year-old Ruby Barnhill. But Steven Spielberg did pick her, so she could be the next big thing. Also, Mark Rylance is in this, who is in The Other, Boleyn Girl, and Bridge of Spies. He plays the BFG. And there are a few other known actors in there, like Bill Hader from SNL, Penelope Wilton from Downton Abbey and Doctor Who, and finally, Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords and What We Do in the Shadows. I'll I'll be honest with you, the trailers never interested me for this movie. The only reason I may see it is because it's being helmed by Steven Spielberg. It's based on a Roald Dahl book. And apparently this movie brings together a bunch of the crew from E.T., which is hopefully a really good sign. Spielberg really doesn't do bad movies. I, I, what What is his low point? Like Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? And still, there were people who liked that movie, unless you were an Indiana Jones fan and then you thought the movie was utter crap. But if movies were equations, then this one is going to be a hit. Unfortunately, it's not always by the numbers, so we'll see how it turns out. I'm probably gonna skip this one in theaters, but who knows, when it comes out on video, or to rent, or stream, or whatever, I'll probably watch it, and who knows, maybe there will be a movie night review in the future for it. I have one more movie to talk about before the commercial break, so let's get on with it. The next one on the list is the Purge election year. A presidential candidate is aiming to get rid of the Purge, and that makes her a very tempting target to fans of the yearly bloodbath. With the help of her her security detail, she must survive the night, which may not be too easy when she finds out she has been betrayed by one of them. The Purge was never a series that ever interested me until my girlfriend convinced me to watch the first one, and it it wasn't that bad. Now we've watched the second one, and I'm pleased to say that I'm a fan of the series, so hopefully this one is going to be just as good, if not better, than the other two. Early reviews say that it's a good good movie, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, This stars Elizabeth Mitchell from V... Lost and Revolution and also Frank Grillo who was in the purge anarchy I Think this movie may be another case of the trailer giving away too much So try not to pay too close attention to it if you happen to see it again It's really bad when a trailer spoils too much of a movie So you're able to put it together as you're watching it and you realize that at a certain point you're like oh, Okay, there's that one scene from the trailer that hasn't been shown yet. So that's probably gonna be the climax and wow i just figured it out what something i normally wouldn't have figured out i now put together just because whoever put this trailer together showed too much and with that it is time for the break so please listen to this word from my friends at somewhat nerdy radio and i'll be right back good journey nerds and we're back let's get right back into everything with swiss army man a lot of you actually may have heard of this one um it made big waves at sundance but oh wait i'm skipping a step let's talk about the plot Stranded on an island alone, suicidal Hank is about to kill himself when he sees a corpse wash up on the shore. Hank quickly discovers that the corpse not only talks, but has a plethora of amazing abilities that Hank can use to get home. This is the notorious movie from Sundance this year that, or was it last year? Which every year either way it's the movie from sundance that was the most walked out of movie of the festival apparently a farting corpse with a boner was a little too much for some people this one stars daniel radcliffe uh, he played a wizard or something at one point paul dano from little miss sunshine and looper and mary elizabeth winstead from scott pilgrim vs the world and live free or die hard Some wonder if this is another attempt from Daniel Radcliffe to get away from Harry Potter, but I don't think so. I think this is actually him doing whatever the heck he wants because he he has money forever now. Unless he is really unwise about how he manages it, he never has to worry about anything ever again. So now he can just sit back and watch all these scripts come into him and pick and choose what he wants to do. And I have a feeling that he read this script and went, "Man, this is hilarious. It's dumb or maybe it's really touching. Who knows who knows what he saw in it, but he saw something and it was his next project. That's what I think. This looks like a hilarious buddy comedy, but that could also get really really Dark. Depending on which way the story goes, there's so many ways it could end. Like, will it be bittersweet and have Radcliffe buried at the end? Will Hank have been crazy the whole time and Radcliffe was nothing but an actual corpse? And then it turns out he was just dragging a dead body with him the whole time? Or will they go the Shaun of the Dead way and have them continue living together? Who knows? That's just the first three that came to my mind. There are a whole bunch of other ways this can go. And I really want to see it. I have, like, a bunch of days off in a row coming up. So I want... Oh, I want to see this. I want to see so many movies this summer. This is... This is so hard. I wish I could take an extra day off a week just to watch more movies. I still think... I, my top two picks of of the week are kind of traitor. And, and uh, right out under that, Tarzan, still stand. But this one looks like it's going to be really good. It looks like it's going to be really funny. And if it's bad, it looks like it's going to be the entertaining type of bad not the michael bay teenage mutant ninja turtles type of bad but the bad that you can still laugh at and have fun and that's what it's all about right folks having fun oh all right this next movie looks like a whole bunch of fun but just a a different kind of fun the next movie on the list is called marauders what starts out as a bank robbery turns into a lot more when the cops investigating the crime start to wonder who the real bad guy is. Could the thieves be heroes in disguise? Who knows? Well, the writers do, and the actors, all those people. We don't know yet. This this movie doesn't come out till Friday, but but we'll see. Uh, this stars Bruce Willis, Christopher Maloney, uh, who you would know, you would know from Law and Order, SVU, Dave Bautista, of course, from the WWE. And Guardians of the Galaxy. And finally, Adrian Grenier, or Grenier, however you say it, from Entourage. This looks like a solid action mystery that I don't understand why I haven't heard of it until now. They got a really good cast, but I'm wondering if the powers that be behind it ran out of money or something, or maybe I'm not watching the right channels. I mean, I the some of the big four networks and I watch uh, smaller ones like the CW, uh, TNT, Comedy Central, Food Network, History, all that stuff. I haven't seen any trailers for it. Of course, maybe I was too busy playing Pokemon or petting my cat or texting my friends or, or something. And maybe I just missed it. But I really don't think there's been advertisements. Have any of you seen an advertisement? I will take that silence as a no. But it. It looks fun. It looks like it may be worth a watch, but just just later. It's really, summer blockbuster season is a fantastic time to release a movie if if you're one of the big ones, if you're one of those studios that has the, the big budget movies, that has the big cast, and that has the buku bucks to just shove it in everyone's face just to draw those crowds in. It's not a great time, however, for a bunch of other movies. Like, an indie movie is always going to be an indie movie. There's, there's going to be that crowd that sees it. And man, I, I know a lot of these people. They just, it's like, oh, when I go to a movie, I only go to the Nickelodeon. That's a, a local theater around here that shows only indie movies. And and don't get me wrong, there is a there is a place for those. There's some really good ones, like Waltz with Bashir I saw with my friend AJ. And that that was a really good movie. There are good movies out there, but for this season, unless you're one of those unless you're one of those niche movies that already have a crowd that's gonna go see it, or unless you're one of the really big ones, you're gonna get lost in the shuffle. Of course, it's not always about money per se, at least not for the maybe not for the actors or the writers. They may have to do it for the art form, but for the companies that put it out for the companies that release this this is about money and i really wonder why they chose this time to do it um i've said this before about a couple other movies but if this came out at any other time it could have been the movie of the week it could have been the the one that everyone went to see but now it's just going to get lost in the shuffle uh, i i want to see it i'm going to see it but i'm just i'm going to see it later unless someone goes oh hey here's a free movie ticket you have to see marauders Guess what? You can see it before and or after work. You just got to go and I'll be... Oh, sick. I'm going to go see a movie. But I have a feeling I'm going to see this one later. Oh, let's move on. What's next on our list? Oh, look at that. Satanic. It's Satanic. <laughs> um, This movie... The synopsis is as follows. On their way to Coachella, a group of college friends make a stop in LA to tour true crime occult sites. After getting roped into summoning a spirit, strange things start happening and they discover they got more than they bargained for. Oh, really? Hmm. You summoned a spirit and weird things start happening. That's so odd. I mean, I I'm I'm semi-religious. I I am a, I am a Christian. I do go to church once in a while. Um I I do believe in ghosts. I do. I do believe I've seen one, but that's another story. But even though I don't think anything like what this movie is about can happen, I don't even I don't even toy with that stuff. Just cuz who knows. I don't want to be that person in the movie that just yeah okay do you remember the movie um candy man sins of the flesh it was a second one i believe it was a second one where they were going to summon Candyman, and they were looking in the mirror and they're going to with their candy man Candyman, and then they chicken out and then the the couple goes to bed but then right before like right before she leaves the girlfriend looks back and goes candy man for the last time and then she winds up dead See? She toyed with stuff. You don't toy with stuff. You don't do this. Um, More about this movie, it stars Sarah Hyland uh, from Modern Family. She's the eldest daughter in the main family. And Steven Kruger, who more most recently was in the Goosebumps movie, which I, I've said before, was a pretty... Damn good movie. Of course, if you take it as a just a cheesy film, you're gonna have fun. You know, but I'm I'm gonna keep the rest short. This movie looks like garbage. um I'm sorry, Roz, if you if this is up your alley, but um, I I I love horror not not as much as as Roz does, and not as much as uh, some other people I know. But no, I. I The only reason I'll watch this, it's, okay, let me say this, it's worth a watch if you can find it in the bargain bin at your local superstore sometime around Halloween. Like, oh, this is a dollar. This is worth a dollar to me. I will buy it. Okay, then I will see it. Sure. Other than that, I'm just going to have to finish this podcast and start on the next one and forget that movie ever existed. Uh, and I, I think that's the plan. And my dear, dear friends, my dear listeners, all, what is it, I think 67 of you at last count. Thank you, by the way. Really, thank you for listening. It, it does mean a lot. Because right now, I haven't found my shtick yet. I, I I don't know what my thing is besides just being a rambling nerd. So you you guys are with me from the beginning. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Really, thank you for your support. And I'm going to wrap this up with the last movie on the list. I promised you two bromantic movies, and here's the second one. It is called Buddy Moon. A former child actor is dumped by his fiancee mere days before their wedding. His best friend comes to the rescue and the two go off on what was supposed to be the honeymoon. Only now it's a buddy moon, a bromantic trip where the best friend tries to lift the buddy's spirits. This one looks like a mix between a buddy comedy and a cringe comedy. A trailer alone has clear elements of both, and it was enough to make me look away. I really don't handle cringe comedies well. Hell, like my personal hell, would be me strapped to a chair that has no armrests, being forced to watch every Michael Bay movie except Bad Boys One and Two and The Rock and cringe comedies like The Forty Year Old Virgin while being fed walnuts and pork. Like right, that. That's it. That's that's. I can't think of anything worse than that. The, the only thing that could even come close is is Michael Bay being in charge of a Stargate SG One reboot. That's it. Nope. other than that, um, that that would be my hell. <laughs> um, I. It's weird. I can understand why they're good. I understand why. Forty Year Old Virgin is one of the most popular comedies in the last decade. Decade? Has it been that long? I don't know. Whatever. But I can't watch it. When I try to, I end up fast forwarding through half of the cringy parts. I, I can't stand it. I, I empathize too much with the character and I picture like I was there and I'm like, oh no, and I get embarrassed and uncomfortable. And I'm 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 a I'm a gigantic gigantic loser when it comes to that i I know but maybe this is up your alley uh buddy moon may be worth a shot even for me just because it looks like it has standard comedy elements and it looks like it's a fun friend movie but this one oh i didn't talk about who's in it this stars david glintoli yeah that's a name david glintoli who was the main character in Grimm and Fl- Flulila Fl- oh, I-, I swear I haven't had that much to drink uh, Flula Borg that's it Flula Borg he is a German DJ engineer, musician and actor Oh, as well as a YouTube personality you may know him better as DJ Flula uh, his, his, the only other movie that I've seen him in was Pitch Perfect 2 and he was kind of a smaller role in that one but it stars those guys and they play characters named Wait for it. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? You, especially you. Are you sitting down? Their characters named our characters names are David and Flula. From the looks of it, this movie doesn't take itself seriously at, at all, and that that's going to be great. That alone tells me a lot that it's that it at least is going to be fun and honest. That that and that's sometimes all we need. I want to watch this again, just like a bunch of the other movies I've already talked about, but uh, not. Not this, not this week, not this season, you know, maybe next year. Maybe I'll see if I can find out on Black Friday or and if it Amazon Prime or Netflix gets it. We'll see. But you know, my friends, that's it. Those are all the movies coming out this week. Uh, next week actually has some interesting interesting ones coming out and it also has some midweek ones which you know tends to tends to happen once in a while next week has movies like the secret life of pets mike and dave need wedding dates uh, the cell and so on so please come back for that once again if you're listening if you made it to the end and if you have put up with me for that long thank you very much for your support it, it does mean a lot and as always, if you have any feedback, if you want to throw some compliments my way, constructive criticism, you know, just hit me up, my email, billiamreviews at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter, swn. Stands for somewhat nerdy. Uh, SoundCloud. I think you can message on SoundCloud, right? You should be able to do that. Leave a message on somewhat nerdy for me. And please, please, please clickety-clack that subscribe button. And leave a review. Tell me what you think. Uh, that way, too. Uh, five stars. I think it's five, right? And that's it. This is it. This is the end of the road for this week. I will see you next week where I will talk about those movies and other ones coming out. Because that 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 is what I do. And thank you all very much. And remember, no matter what you do this week, be sure to take time to catch a flick. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, signing off.